0: Baby, when the lights fade low, you already know we about to go. Baby, I'ma take control. Of the world. So lay down on the floor. Kiss some weed to roll Strike a light at this butane Do a line at this cocaine Let's get hot as a blue flame And you can call me by his name I'ma fuck it real, I'ma do it good I'ma talk a dirty talk you never do it good Fuck it like your boyfriend do. I can be your boyfriend too I'ma fuck it real, I'ma do it good I'ma talk the dirty talk you never knew I could Fuck it like a boyfriend do I can be a boyfriend too Boyfriend, boyfriend, fuck it like your boyfriend I can be your boyfriend too Be a boyfriend too Baby, come down from the cloud. shot my gun And we can start the fire now Whoa. Let the carpet burn Cause you're about to learn how to Strike a light at this butane do a line of this cocaine Let's get hot as a blue flame And you can call me by his name I'ma fuck it real, I'ma do it good I'ma talk the dirty talk, you never knew a, fuck it real. a do it good Fuck it like your boyfriend. I can be your boyfriend too. I'ma fuck real, I'ma do it good. I'ma talk to dirty talk, you never knew a good. Fuck it like your boyfriend too. I can be your boyfriend too. Boyfriend, boyfriend. Fuck you like your boyfriend, I can be your boyfriend too. She moanin', she callin' me Bieber. Her pussy be sweatin' like it got the fever. The way that she screamin' make me a believer And I believe her
1: I'm making say oh
0: Boyfriend, do I can be your boyfriend, do. I'ma fuck it real, I'ma do it good, I'ma talk the dirty talk you never knew I could. Fuck like your boyfriend do. I can be a boyfriend too. I'ma fuck it real, I'ma do it good, I'ma talk the dirty talk you never knew I could. Fuck it like a boyfriend do. I can be a like boyfriend do. I can be your boyfriend too. I'ma fuck it real. I'ma do it good. I'ma talk the dirty talk you never knew a good. Fuck it like a boyfriend do.
2: I can be a boyfriend too. Alright, alright, alright y'all. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed that hot, hot track by my boy Wreck-It Reese. That's his new single Boyfriend 2. So uh be on the lookout for more music from him and we'll definitely put more and more in the show as he puts out more music you know so kinda give y'all a little exclusive an exclusive content you know I try to support all the local artists and you know local businesses of any kind and that's that's what we need to do we need to support the local businesses and support the local artists whether it's in your city or artists that you know through Facebook Instagram Twitter um iTunes wherever you know, you want to support them. You definitely, definitely want to support them. And I want to shout out to everybody right now because I'm going to start doing this now where we go live on Facebook and we're live on Instagram. So you guys can see me on both platforms. And with that, I want to share some news with you guys. I posted it um, on my Facebook page and on Instagram. If you go to my link tree um, profile, you will see every single podcast platform that I'm on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Breaker, uh, Radio Public. So you guys go to linktr.ee forward slash Velvet Row. All the platforms are there and you can select whichever, however you listen to your podcast. Now, I know I look a little different. Last week I had my braids and now it's like, where's this braids? Y'all, I need to let my hair breathe. I had those braids in for about almost a month, but they're going to come back. My braids are going to come back and I'm going to do all pink since everyone loved they love the pink more than the purple But they love both. They like both colors, but they love the pink more. So that's cool So i'm going to do all ombre pink next time and that's going to be for my birthday And then um, I don't know where i'm going to go next. So I don't know So we all know what today is. It's a very somber Emotional day, you know 9 11 that was the day our country changed forever. And it's sad that it took something like that for the country to come together. But we want to remember the heroes that sacrificed their lives to go into Ground Zero. We want to remember the fallen families that were taken away from their families. You know, there's a post that says, you know, The number of flight attendants, the number of passengers, the number of police officers, firefighters, um, pilots, they went to bed the night before on September 10th, not knowing waking up on September 11th would be their last day. So that is tragic, you know, Mm -hmm. but we want to keep them in our prayers, keep them in our thoughts, and we just want to have a moment of silence to remember those from 9-11. all right y'all so today is also a very special day because if y'all don't know midnight last night at midnight netflix released girlfriends y'all girlfriends is on netflix y'all shout out to mara block brock akil shout out to tracy jill Persia, Golden, Reggie Shout out to them Because Girlfriends is on Netflix We can watch all 8 seasons All the episodes And there's talks that there may be a movie Picking up where the series left off So crossing fingers on that But I'm so excited because y'all Girlfriends was one of my favorite And still is one of my favorite TV shows That I used to watch You know it, It premiered September 11th, 2000 And now it's September 11th, 2020 Girlfriend's been on for 20 years, y'all, 20 years, 20 years, y'all, and to know that a show like that has resonated and resonated within the black community where so many people, not just women, but men can relate to these characters, I know I can, I would love to have an aunt or a sister or a homegirl like Maya. You know, I personally feel like I am like the Maya of the group where I'm sassy, you know, I said how, how a T.I. is, you know, oh, hell yes. <laughs> and I mean, y'all, I want to share with y'all some of my favorite moments of the show because I know everybody has a lot of their favorite moments. One of my favorite moments was when Tony went to a Botox party and Maya suggested that, you know, they scotch taped the other eyebrow to match the other eyebrow. And she's like, well, she like she she got she Botoxed. She said, "Oh hell no!" She said, "Maybe we can scotch shake this one up." And she literally pushed her eyebrow up, and she was like, "Have you ever thought about auditioning for the Kabuki?" I was like, "Girl, Maya, oh my god!" And then you had carefree, loving Lynn, who was just all about love and self-expression, and she. She was somewhat of a hoe Cause she liked to have sex Ain't nothing wrong with that (laughs) And then you had um, You had Maya Who was the round the way girl Who you know Whose story was quite It was quite interesting But it was It's so relatable to a lot of women Where you know She got pregnant in high school You know But she went back to college And got her To try to get her degree While raising a son Going through a divorce Getting remarried You know, and then there's Joan, who is just a hopeless romantic, but kind of ignorant when it comes to love. But she loved the holidays like, oh, my God, I've never seen someone so invested in the holidays like that. It's just, oh, God, it's crazy. It's crazy. So y'all girlfriends is part of quite a few series that are being released on Netflix. Like, y'all know, I talked about this two episodes ago. Moesha's on Netflix Sister Sister just released on Netflix uh, the first of this month, now Girlfriends, and now we have The Parkers coming next month on October 1st, and then October 15th, we have One on One and Half and Half, so I can't wait. I'm I'm really excited. I was excited for Girlfriends, but the one I'm really excited about is Half and Half. I love Half and Half. I cannot wait for that show, y'all. So get on Netflix, and even go on to, um, right now, Mara is doing a live Instagram Uh, Talking about girlfriends And then she's going to go on Twitter And do a live tweet about the first two episodes So y'all make sure y'all check that out So Jeff Bezos He is at the top of Forbes 400 list Yet again for the third straight year As the wealthiest man In the world His percentage jumped up by 57% From last year And now his ex-wife is now the most richest woman In the world And his Jeff Bezos net worth is one hundred and seventy nine billion with Bill Gates coming in at number two for 111 billion, And then Mark Zuckerberg coming in at number three for sixty eight billion. So that's pretty crazy how, you know, these families, these people have families and like their kids are just born into wealth. Like who wouldn't want to be born into wealth? You know, like we. Y'all, I going to talk about it more on my interview coming up with Martell Starr from uh, Frenergy. Um, I can't wait for you guys to hear that because now it's like the circle's complete because I interviewed, I interviewed them as a cast, as an ensemble from Frenergy. I interviewed Devon. Hey, Devon. I interviewed Ryan. Hey, Ryan. I interviewed Martell. Hey, Puddin'. And I interviewed them as a cast, but now I came back and I interviewed them I interviewed them individually because I wanted to get everyone's separate perspective on their characters, the other characters, the show. Where do they think the show is going to go? So now you guys have heard the double interview with Devon Forbes and newest member um, Tevin, Tevin LaBrea. And now you guys get to hear the final cast member, which is Martel. And his interview is so, so juicy. And it was so wonderful and he was so honored and shout out to him. He was so honored to be interviewed. I told him I was honored to be to interview him because, you know, he took time out of his busy schedule to sit down and talk to me and just let me just ask him whatever I wanted. And we had a little technical difficulties, but we worked it out Though we pushed through it. So you guys, that interview is about to come up soon. Um, So. Tracy Ellis Ross, Sanaa Lathan, Alfrey Woodard, Regina King did a recreation, not really a recreation, but like a table read of an episode of the Golden Girls via Zoom with the help of Lena Waithe and um, Jess, I believe it's Jesse Martin, the guy from Grey's Anatomy with the pretty eyes, the light-skinned dude who gave that powerful speech at the BET Awards years ago. Um, People were kind of upset because I think they were upset because they thought they were going to do like a live episode like they did with the Jeffersons and Good Times but it wasn't even that at all. It was via Zoom and all they did was read the script from an episode and it was the episode when the girls got the flu and they had to go to a charity banquet where Sophia ended up winning the the Best Friend, Good Friends Award or something like that. So people got offended because they were like, no, they shouldn't do Golden Girls like that. It should not be an all black cast. And I had to explain to a lot of people like they're not recreating the episode. They're just, it was just reading the script. That's all they did was read the script and just reenact it, you know, the episode. It's almost like doing a play of a movie. You know, it's like doing the Broadway version of Beauty and the Beast, you know, but via Zoom. So they were all in their homes, sitting in front of their cameras reading the script portraying the characters the best they could even sonal lathan actually did the best job because she tried to pull off that little southern accent which was hilarious because she was blanche tracy ellis ross was rose regina king was dorothy who did a good job as dorothy alfie would have played sophia so it was cute it was cute because you know in the time in this time now of the pandemic they couldn't really be together so they did it on zoom it was free and it was it was a cute thing to watch. It's just something to take your mind off of what's going on, you know, because sometimes you need that. That's why I watch a lot of old TV shows like Golden Girls, um, even girlfriends, Moesha, Sister Sister, True Blood. Any TV show that I've enjoyed in the past that I know I can watch over and over again that'll take my mind away from the craziness that's going on in the outside world, I will do it. Like when this whole pandemic started, you guys, I binge watched True Blood. I saw the entire series within a month. I skipped season four because that one's kind of boring. Um, sorry, guys. You know, I'm on two cameras, so I'm trying to look at both. Um, but even when Moesha dropped on Netflix, I watched that entire series. You know, I'm jumping back and forth between Girlfriends and Sister Sister because when Girlfriends dropped, I was like, bump, Sister Sister. I mean, I love T and Tamira, I love Jack A. I love Tim Reed. I love Marcus Houston. But when Girlfriends came, I was like, that's my show. Because if I was a teenager I would still be invested in Sister Sister Because it's more of a family show Girlfriends, a little more adult it's for, it's, it's for the grown folks It's for like the, I would say I would say maybe 18, 19 and up You know what I'm saying Because it's a, adult situations So, you know There's that Um, What else we got here Ah So for my gamers out there I know we are I know Like you guys, I'm (laughs) patiently, but it's hard, patiently waiting to hear about the PlayStation 5, the cost, when the pre-orders are going to start. Because Xbox has already revealed that the Xbox uh, Series S is going to be $299, $300, and it's called the Little Sister to the Xbox Series X. And it's the smallest Xbox they ever made. With the Xbox Series X. It's going to be about 500 bucks. So I'm anxiously waiting on PlayStation. Like they need to jump on the ball. And just release this already. Like come on. Xbox done already released theirs. So y'all need to release theirs. Because people want to get their money together. For this holiday season. Because a lot of kids are going to want this. I'm one of those kids that want that to buy myself a PlayStation 5. <laughs> um, Mandalorian. The hit Disney Plus show about the um, bounty hunter in the Star Wars universe that was a successful first season everybody was anxiously waiting on that one and it killed it did such a such a good series such a good series season one was amazing we were introduced to the cute little baby Yoda um, and it became viral baby Yoda became the star of the show they've done so many memes and gifs and clips and now they're getting for season 2 I believe the trailer is getting ready to drop next month super excited um, even Tyler Perry just wrapped up um, an entire I think a few seas a, a season a whole season of Bruh for BET Plus and Ruthless um, and he finished the has and the have nots so it's good that a lot of these shows they're not letting the COVID stop them but they're making sure they're staying safe but it's nice to know they are committed to giving us good TV that we have enjoyed and we want to continue to enjoy I mean even Pose Is about to start back y'all Pose is about to start back for They're going to uh, pick back up production for season 3 in October I cannot wait Because I know Y'all know this summer we were supposed to have Pose season 3 But COVID So You know like Wendy says Not their fault Like y'all said it's not my fault It's not their fault You know blame the pandemic Blame Trump So you know Anyway, y'all, we're going to take a quick little break. I want y'all to enjoy this good, hot track from a wonderful artist by the name of Senora. I found this song from watching the hit show on uh, UMC called A House Divided. And her and it's actually the theme song to this show. It's a really good show, y'all. Y'all need to go on UMC and watch A House Divided. It's really, really good. Um, the song is called Live Good. And uh, for my Instagram users... I'm going to go ahead and play that song for Facebook. I'm sorry, y'all. I cannot put that disclaimer in there saying, you know, I don't own the rights and everything, even though I don't. But y'all can listen to the episode and y'all will hear that good song. So we about to play that song and we'll be right back.
3: Ain't never had Give me real friends, a mention in the main Call and tell my mama she ain't gotta work again ASAP, ASAP, ay ASAP, ASAP, a. Put me on the island, right up in the villa Put me on a yacht in the sea with sunny weather Give me a chef, cook up all the meals Throw in a mate, make sure the house clean. I don't care to be the richest in town Need enough to let my hair down <laughs> I let my hair down <laughs> I let my hair down <laughs> Bella Okay <laughs> uh, uh. Nice life, alright What makes the other people different than I? If they can have it, well, so can I. It must be attainable if it exists. I'm not about to live paycheck to paycheck. Money isn't everything, yes, indeed. But if it didn't matter, everything would be free.
1: <laughs> but it ain't.
2: All right, y'all. All right, all right. We are back. We are back. And I kind of feel like this is the circle of completion of interviews because y'all have heard me interview the star and the creator of Frenergy. And then I interviewed the newest cast member of Frenergy. And then now I finally get to interview the last member of Frenergy, who is my favorite cast member. Sorry, Devon. Sorry, Tevin. But y'all remember, I interviewed him and Devon and Ryan. Um, as a whole as an ensemble so now we get to hear them individually and hear each member of Destiny's Child I mean Frenergy uh, speak so now we get to hear the Beyonce of the group. I mean the 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 star of the group so <laughs> Y'all know I give him plenty of shout outs. I, he, he, I know him as Puddin. Y'all know him as Martell so, y'all welcome Martel to the Velvet Rope, and his access was already granted. So, now his access is granted as a solo person. So, ah, um, what's up? Hey, baby. Starr. Ah. <laughs> so, what? Okay. Let's just dive right into it. Okay. Absolutely. So, we, we ended season one with your character getting mm-hmm. engaged. And the engagement scene was so cute when he said, will you marry me? And you just paused and was like, hell to the yeah. I was like, oh, this bitch didn't even think. Okay, she show. She show. Now, your character is a teacher, correct?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. What kind of salary you got on a teacher's salary to be looking like you do? Because you be, you be coming with the fashions.
4: I mean, but also, now you know, you know, uh... Daryl, Daryl got a little money on him, you know, he's got his little job promotion, so I don't, you we know, we don't know where this money coming from. Um, I was about to say, he got, be, you know, nice
2: little, he got a nice little, he got nice little cottage, a nice, yeah, nice yeah, little car. You know, just don't have money, you know, people, people save up, people,
4: people spend their money on what they want to spend their money
2: on. You hear that, children? Save your money, save your money, children. You know, it's so funny, I was looking at a post on Facebook, and, they was, uh, the post said, if you could tell your 18-year-old self three words, what would it be? And I said, save your money.
1: Listen.
2: Child. If we That's knew it, Yeah, and it's like, if we knew what we know now, if we knew it back then, life would be so different. Literally. Literally. I would really <laughs> still be on that poll. No, I'm just kidding. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd be the real Mercedes at the Pank, honey, saving up my coin. Down in the
4: valley with
2: it. Goes. <laughs> yes, shout out. You know, hold on. You know what? Hold on, y'all. I need to do this right now because it's funny we, you said that. So, we all know the season finale of P Valley just happened. It was great. It was a great closer, but a great opener to season two. We see, we get a glimpse of what's to come. And I want to shout out to Uncle Clifford. A.K.A. Nico and Mercedes A.K.A. Brandy because they both liked my tweet to them so I feel so special. Oh. Um, you know it's always nice when you get that recognition. Um, but back to you child back to you. So you have gone through quite the change. Not just acting but physically we, we see on the gram you went from a thicky thick to just ow Tyson Beckford supermodel.
4: Oh my gosh! <laughs> um, I, mean, I don't think I'm I mean anything all of that. Like you know, I'm just I've been working. I have definitely mentioned to you this quarantine time properly. Um, I know you know there there was a chance was like okay I'm gonna just sit here and just eat this whole time, um, but in fact it was like I'm gonna sit here and eat. But you know I'm just you know smarter about my choices, um, mm-hmm. especially just being home for so much of the time. Um, that definitely you know makes a difference. Okay. Um. So for me, like I'm like okay. Let's just like I'm not just not gonna go out every day. Like I like before. It's like I didn't realize how much I went out. Like just just for food and stuff like that. And it's like so I've now saved money and I lost to little weight. So like,
2: ah. and I mean the 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 drastic change. I mean you know just damn. You know, you look good, child. He looks good. Y'all need to go on his Instagram and oh look at them pictures, child. You you will see a ton of difference. And I always say, the way you can tell someone to lose weight, look at the neck. It's always in the neck. This boy, the boy had a neck, but now he, he done got that giraffe neck. Now he done elongated that neck. All right, y'all, we had technical difficulties. So, yeah, like I was saying, he done elongated that neck and everything and just looking just, oh, he done went from cute to fine.
4: Oh, my gosh.
2: I mean, like Max used to say, you know, brothers, fine. No, I'm just kidding. Um, uh, What was I going to say? so, okay musically so everyone knows you as an actor but we also know you as a rapper but your genre of rap is not the typical hip hop Drake Lil Wayne route yours is a little more hardcore
4: yeah um well I've changed a lot as an artist um so I I think I officially started you know doing music myself as an artist probably like 5 years ago mm-hmm. um, that's when I was really like okay I, I'm going to do this for me um, so I know my music itself is it's always different. Like, I don't ever want to be just, like, the typical, you know, just, I don't want to be a typical rapper. Like, I want to set myself apart. I feel like, creatively, I always have so many ideas and so many, like, thoughts. So, initially, what happened was I was trying to form a music group. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a really awesome thing, and I basically was like, you know, they were called Emerald City. Um, and I kind of just kept up with that. Like, something about Emerald City really just built on me. And so um, my first EP was super. I mean, it's, it's also very much rap. But it's very poppy. Um, so my new single is very, you know, rock. It gives lots of edge. It gives lots of, um, you know, yeah, it's a lot more hardcore. Um, but yeah, it's definitely a yeah. So it's definitely edgy. Has definitely a lot of a lot a lot more bite to it. Um, man, I just wanted, you know, again, I just wanted to just be different without like you know intention just like oh i just want to be i want to sound different i want to be whatever like you know this is definitely it fits my vibe like it definitely matches who i am as an artist
2: but you know what that's a good thing because you know your music it, it is very edgy but it's it's different um but a lot of uh, you know when you think about it, a lot of great artists they started out in groups you know pink started out in a group but then when her group didn't get signed LaFace only wanted her and you know she took off from there Toni right. Braxton try to get her sister signed and that worked for a minute and I think um, you know even a lot of legends you know Diana Ross Patti LaBelle um, Beyonce Beyonce, Michael so it's like kind of like when you do go solo sometimes it, it it can be for the best you know but it's not to say that you don't miss your group members but so, uh, sometimes you just got to be like opportunities not going to answer this doubt because I ain't going to yeah, know when they're going to knock right. again but do fans. I think, and I mean, if y'all did y'all research like I did, Emerald City is perfect because the boy's favorite color is green, and green necessarily doesn't really work with a lot of, yeah, green necessarily doesn't work with a lot of black people or just people of color because of the, the way it looks on our skin, but for you, like you said, it makes it, you make it work, which is cool, and, and you know like you were saying um you know off off camera off mic you know the green ranger was your favorite power ranger as was mine and you know um but it works it works and like Devon was saying last week um you know you were the brains behind choosing the colors for the characters for the show which was so which was so cool you know so how did you how did you come up with that
4: um, for me, it was very much the only thing I know. I, again, I'm always gonna wear green, so it was very much like you know, oh, you know, what can I wear? You know, what can I do? Whatever, like, you know, do whatever. So I was like, okay, well, all my colors are gonna be green. And so when we were doing our initial photo shoot for the first season, um, I was like, okay, well, y'all know I'm gonna wear green, whatever. Um, and they were like, okay, well, you know, what, what should we do? And I was like, uh, I was like, why don't just put them, like, I'm like, you know, you wear a red light, you know, just some red. And then he was like, oh yeah,
2: and he was like, you know. Okay, so you saying sorry, y'all? We had more technical difficulty, but we we pushing through this interview. We are gonna push through this interview, y'all. I'm gonna give it to y'all. So, you chose to wear green, and then you chose for Devon to wear red.
4: Technically, yes.
2: Okay, and then you chose Ryan to wear blue. Um. Well,
4: I mean, I think uh, he was who said you know blue was kind of color that Ryan wears mostly, so that's why I was like, well, we should all just each, just pick you know pick pick color each and just go.
2: And, you know, it's so funny. It's those little things that, you know, we don't initially notice in a show when we're watching it. Because now I have to go back and watch the show again and look at the color aspect of it. Because I do remember your character, whose character name is, help me out. Nick. Thank you, Nick. Because I, I just know y'all by y'all real names. Um, Nick does wear a lot of green in the show. I mean, his hair was green. Um, his drawers will be green or have some green in them. His shoes will be green. He would even drink something that's green. So it's like it's always the the staple of the color was in there, which was which was so cool. Um, so, where or what can you tell us about Nick and his now fiance or probably will be husband when the show airs? Um how many years has it been because you know how TV shows do it another season comes on and then sometimes it's like two years that went by a couple of months that went by so what wh- where are we at with this now when y'all pick this back up
4: so we literally just pick up right where we left off
2: Okay. Um,
4: so that way we are still perfectly you know uh caught up with the stories so there's no no time has passed really It's just kind of just like oh you know what's been going on um you know you know where where you've been at you know it's it's very Just where, if you finish, if you watch the last episodes, if you watch the finale, you know where we're at. We pick up right from there. Um, things have definitely changed for Nick. Um, it's, it's, it's gonna be an exciting season. So, we just started filming, um, last week or the week before. Um, but, so yeah, can't tell you too much, but we're going to shake things up a lot for some reason. Um, Nick, they, they shake him up a lot. Poor Nick. Um, (laughs)
2: <laughs> well, don't tell I us too Nick. much now. Don't tell us too much. Nick is
4: such a, a great guy. Um,
2: okay. Well, you know, we're going to leave it at that. Nick is a great guy, so I'm, we can't <laughs> give y'all too much now because we want y'all to watch it now. Yeah. And um, I think
4: yeah,
2: it I think for the most part, aside from, you know, Nick getting engaged, the, the biggest cliffhanger of the season was Corey finding out your ex-boyfriend is his half-brother. So that's uh-huh. really the the cringe-worthy storyline we're waiting to see. And um Devon did confirm it for me, y'all, on you know, last week's interview and off camera. Um we will get to see Nurse Pam some more because y'all know I love me some Nurse Pam. Uh <laughs> Nurse
4: mama stole the
2: show. She stole the show, baby. She <laughs> Ah, the Taco Bell sauce that's all I can just think of the Taco Bell sauce ah, ah. Ah. so okay so y'all know how I do with my guests I always get their input because I want to give y'all another side of you know another view of the, pers- the perspective of the topics that we talk about so y'all know we talked about the 30 best black sitcoms in TV and You know, Cosby Show was number one, which was, you know, to be expected, you know, I say, because, you know, they were that family. They were that black family. And I was watching a clip of Erica Alexander, who played Cousin Pam on the Cosby Show and Max on Living Single. And she was saying on The Breakfast Club, you know, back then, that was the the show to audition for back then for young black people, because there were no black shows like that. So I think that speaks volumes. And um y'all know we went through this list already. So I was I was shocked that I don't know how deep you are, Martel, on, on your T V now. I don't know how experienced you is, how 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 old your soul is, but I was I was happy to see Julia on that list because Julia broke grounds back in the day. You know, to be on T V. Uh, a black woman have her own show. She's a single mom. She's a nurse, and she's doing it. You know, I mean, we all know Diane Carroll. Rest in peace, honey. You fabulous black woman. Damn it, we know her from Dynasty and, and just kicking ass and taking names, honey, as Dominique Deveraux. But to see her as Julia, that speaks volumes. To have again have a black woman in the '70s have her own TV show, and it only lasted one season. But that one season, to me. It really, and I think for a lot of black people, it resonated with us. It, it, it made a mark in our history, in our culture. You know, I mean, we, I mean, if you think about it, we haven't seen another show with just a black woman starring in it and not in an ensemble cast. To me, I haven't seen a show like that since Scandal came on and How to Get Away with Murder. I mean, I'm I'm not throwing shade at living single or girlfriends, but at the same time, that's an ensemble cast. That's more than, you know, one person. That's four women or five women. This was just one woman. So when you think of Scandal, you kind of don't think of, you know, everybody else on the show. You
4: think of Annalise Keating.
2: You think of Annalise Keating on How to Go with Murder. You think of of uh, Kerry Washington on Scandal. You think of Olivia Pope. And just like you said, How to Go with Murder, you don't think of the kids, you don't think of her mom. You don't think of um, Teagan, who I love. Y'all know I love me some Teagan. But you don't think it. You think of Annalise because she what? is the show. She is the starra of the show. You know, I mean, damn. But um, I think that's 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 pretty cool. I think we were both shocked when we both found out because I told you before. You know. The last show on the list was the famous Jet Jackson, and that was like we both were like that. That aha moment.
1: Number 50?
2: It was number thirty. It was the last one on the number list. Thirty. Last one, and I kind of hate that they put like they kind of put like more of the family shows towards the bottom, like Family Matters, Sister Sister, Smart Guy, That's So Raven, The Proud. They were kind of at the bottom of the list, and I feel like they should have been more towards the top because That's So Raven broke grounds on Disney because mm-hmm. because again. You got a black woman starting her own show. You know, again, you think of That's a Raven. You think of Raven. So I mean, come on now, and she broke, she broke the mold on Disney Channel. That was their highest rating show in history. It beat even Stevens and, um, oh gosh, what's another show? Oh, God, so many family shows on there. Y'all, y'all know shit. Disney didn't have so many yeah. damn shows. Ugh, go read it. Google it. Shit, y'all got smartphones. Google this shit. But I think that's pretty. Amazing. I mean, what's your take on some of these shows that that made the list, like Two Two Seven and Julia and Girlfriends and Good Times? So um, first, I'm, I have no idea what Julia is. Um, I, I I had no idea. But well, you it, just got it, a history yeah, lesson. I, I do love the. I love to see anything where like,
1: black women are in the forefront. Like I'm super like like well, I
4: I got, I was raised by black women. Like I'm super like I love black women.
2: Like and y'all, he is black. <laughs> <laughs> I just I want to yeah
1: I was want like black women to be like put it in the forefront and really like get the recognition
4: because
2: mm-hmm, um, I mean we see that we we don't see it enough
4: right absolutely not
2: we don't see it enough I mean I just and not to cut you off I just I read the headlines a few days ago that Regina King you know made history for her first directorial film debut at the Venice Film Festival so that that speaks a oh. lot. You know, she she is one of our one of our greatest black actresses in Hollywood. I mean, she doesn't get a lot of recognition she deserves because, I mean, we all know her from um, 227 and Poetic Justice, Jerry Maguire. Um, oh, gosh. Ray. Um, yeah. Uh, she was good in Ray. Yeah. Oh, she was. She was wonderful. She was excellent in Ray. Um, if Bill Street could talk, um, you know, so many, so many shows, and mm. you know, to see her and Viola. I mean, I would love to see a, a movie with her, Viola Davis, Kerry Washington, Taraji, Janelle Monae. Lare- I mean, just get all the black women in one show, baby. Just, just, just give us all black women, honey. Because I mean. Nowadays, you can't think of one without thinking of the other. You can't think of Regina without thinking of Taraji. You can't think of Angela without thinking about Viola. You know, it's the list just goes on and on and on and on and on. And um, I think, you know what? It just came to me. They need to redo. And y'all know how I feel about remakes. Y'all know I don't really care for remakes. But if it's done right, I'm all for it. They need to remake the Women of Brewster Place. Because that was... An amazing miniseries back in the 80s. It had Oprah, uh, Jack A, uh, Cicely Tyson, Robin Givens. I'm seeing the faces as I'm saying it. Let's see, Jack A, Oprah, Cicely Tyson, Robin Givens. Um, oh, my gosh. The woman that played Tina Turner's sister and What's Love Got to Do With It. Um, oh, oh I'm, I know crazy
4: how I know exactly yeah, I don't know who she, what her name is, but I know exactly who
2: um even the woman i don't remember her name but i know she passed away a few years ago um she was on the episode of golden girl she played the black woman that that was their housekeeper for a minute and they thought she had did voodoo <laughs> she played lesbian mm-hmm. in the it's sh- crazy uh, i
4: just saw the episode
2: like yeah ago. she she plays a lesbian in um in the show with her uh with another woman, and it was it was a really it was a really good miniseries. Um, you guys, if you haven't watched it, you need to go look up Women of Brewster Place. It's such a great miniseries; you will love it. Um, that was around the time Oprah had just got into acting. I think it was after Color Purple, so you know she was trying to break into acting. Um, yeah. and she was she was really good. You know, again, it it was an ensemble cast, so it wasn't all all about her. But you see these women for different stories, and they do come together in the end. And it was great to see Jack A in a more of a dramatic role. It wasn't really a comedy. So she,
1: right.
2: it had the essence of Sandra, but it was more so of more deep and darker because her character was known to be like a playgirl. She was known to get the guys, but, mm. you know, she, but I she was a good girl. friend. Yeah. You know, she was a good, she was a good girlfriend though. She was a really good girlfriend. She was the one friend you could count on, mm. Um So, y'all know, and I'm sure Martel, I know you haven't heard this, but I wanted to bring this to your attention, which I I wasn't surprised when I saw this list. You know, Forbes released their top 400 list of wealthiest people. And y'all know Jeff Bezos is still at the top for a third year in a row, and his wealth jumped 57%. Y'all know we talked about this.
4: 57%?
2: 57% from last year. So, me, God. But this is the kicker. His ex wife, well, his now ex wife, is now the world's most richest woman. Thanks to him. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. So
4: she's the world's most richest woman and he's the richest man?
2: Pretty much, if they were still married, they would still be a very powerful couple.
4: So, well, my question is: Is she only the richest woman because of him? Yes. Because my thought is, you know, they divorce; he, she, she gets all this money. She's, but she's only rich because she gets of him. So much money that she becomes the richest woman, and he's still the richest man.
2: Exactly, because they've had they have four properties. You know, Amazon is worth billions. Um, actually, his net worth is one hundred and seventy nine billion. So, I mean, you... that's great.
4: Like the, he he has that much money alone that he's able to. Give enough money to a woman he's no long, no longer with, so she can now become the richest
2: woman, and separately. they have kids. That's
4: crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But there's so much and there's so much need in the world. Like
2: and when do you I look need at that, one
4: hundred fifty seven billion dollars.
2: But you know what? When I read when I read that, I instantly thought, "Damn, they richer than Queen Elizabeth? They richer than Harry and Meghan? Like, damn!"
4: Like, no, they're rich, rich.
2: They are rich. I mean, it's like. I mean, that's all you can say is just damn, <laughs> just damn. <laughs> I mean, Bill Gates is still worth one hundred eleven billion dollars. Um, Zuckerberg is worth sixty eight billion dollars. I mean, Facebook is, is that boy's cash cow. Jesus Christ. I mean, I sometimes I think like these people's kids they ain't gonna want for nothing. They ain't gonna <laughs> want for shit.
4: Not even their kids. Like that's like that. That's at a certain level of generational wealth where it's like.
2: You got so much money, you don't know what to do with yourself.
4: Yeah, like you I'm, just I could really imagine being like a four times down great grandchild of of Jeff Bezos and you you're just born into like <sighs>
2: hell, let's not let's 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 take it even further. Uh the Kardashian grandkids, not even the kids, the grandkids. You know, Chicago insane and um True and Mason, all them, all them little brats, you know, they're they born into wealth. They're born into it. Hell, Michael Jackson's kids, they were born into wealth. Like, even Janet's son, y'all know I love Janet, but even her son, he's born into wealth. Tyler Perry, who just became a billionaire, his son was born into wealth. He has a
4: son?
2: He has a son. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I know, shocking. Ain't... No, I'm just kidding. We love you, Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> and speaking of Kardashians, you know they made Kim made the announcement today that um, you know the show is ending after next year, and um, and a lot of people are shocked. I'm not shocked. I was wondering when it was going to end. I mean, when you think about it, they're not such a bad family. You know, they're not your typical normal family. But it's nice to see that they do go through shit like everyone else. I mean, I think the biggest thing they could probably talk about is that fight that Kim and Courtney had. Like, they physically fought. And that's what made me kind of watch it a little bit, because I want to see how deep was this fight going to go. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like that's what
4: they had. Like, Siblings' fight. Like, I feel like that's not
2: even anything.
4: I I, I'm, I'm not a, a, a fan
2: of the, of the Kardashian. I'm, I'm not either. Empire. I mean, I love, um, I love Chloe because... I just think she's she's always known... was always been like the odd sister. So, I mean, I, I love her and I think she's gorgeous. I think she's the most real. You know, I mean, I, I still think OJ is her daddy because to me, she's the most black. <laughs> she gives off that sister with a A-H vibe. <laughs> While the other two give that sister with a E-R vibe. Oh, uh, oh God. <laughs> but I think, you know, as much shit they done gone through with... You know, Bruce transitioning to Caitlyn and um, Courtney going back and forth with Scott over do she want to be with him? Do she not want to be with him? Um, You know, Kim through her tumultuous marriages and the kidnapping, and, you know, Courtney going, I mean, uh, Chloe going through her nasty divorce with Lamar Odom and Rob and everything like that. So much has gone down in that family. And the crazy part is, Kylie is the richest one. The baby sister is the richest one.
4: Ridiculous.
2: And she's gorgeous. Don't get me wrong. The girl is gorgeous. Y'all seen that WAP video. That bitch walked strutting in that goddamn video. The bitch gave it to you, honey. Woo! She gave it to you. Uh but I mean like the old saying go, all good things must come to an end. So I mean that yeah. show has to come to an end. The Walking Dead just announced they their ending after season eleven. So I mean you know, I'll be glad when The Simpsons finally say they're going off the air. They've been on for damn near as long as we've been alive.
4: Okay. Shit. Like F- SVU been on long as hell. Chow.
2: Okay. You go on Netflix and you see they got all 20 seasons on that shit. It's
4: like, who 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 can watch all this?
2: Oh, there! Oh, I know people that will sit and watch. I
4: mean, no, I I used to binge watch SVU,
2: so I came in like flex. My, my dude watches Criminal Minds, and <laughs> even though what's going off there, he will still watch them old reruns like it's nothing. That like they brand new, like they brand new. and honey, he don't let it be on two different channels because he will flip back and forth. Chow, 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 chow. So, what's what's what what is next for you after, you know? the season wraps What's what do you have next in the works i mean are we going to get a i know you put out you put out an ep right
4: um yeah so i put out an ep welcome to ermwood city okay. um which was very much like my introduction as an artist um so my new single flex um is basically coming off it's my first single off of my next ep uh entitled wicked okay. um so wicked actually wanted to be a multi-part um series just because i initially um you know, I just, I was, the place where I was at for Wicked, I feel like I, was, I just, I had lots of material, um, far more material than it is for an EP. But I also feel like I'm not ready to put out a, a full album. Um, you know, as I'm still, you know, just growing as an artist, it, it is amazing to have a full, like, this, this amazing body of work. Because mm-hmm. no one's going to sit there and listen to, you know, 12, 13, 14 songs for, from a new artist, from an artist that they're not familiar with, versus like, I can. If you just listen to my single, you'll listen to the rest of the EP. Versus like, this oh, check out this whole album. Like, you this know, is
2: yeah, true. This is true. I have listened I have listened to his work, y'all. And, and like he said earlier, it's very edgy. It's something you don't expect from a black artist, which is good. Because to me, we need more artists in different genres. We've had artists that they've tapped into it. I mean, Michael tapped into more different genres. You know, he's done pop. He did rock. He's done R and B. Janet, Janice, the same. Um, Patti LaBelle, Aretha Franklin. You know, they've all, they've all done it. And it, yet, yeah, it's scary, but it's exciting at the same time. Hell, look at Miley Cyrus. That bitch thought she was black for a hot minute, and we embraced her white ass.
4: And y'all
1: let her do it. And
2: y'all let her do it. Shake her no having ass on stage. <laughs> but. Because it was Miley, you know, she got a pass because it was Hannah Montana and she's grown up, you know, her daddy's Billy Ray. But again, a lot of artists need to, they need to tap into different genres because you never know where it could take you. So, I mean, I'm glad that you are doing something so different, so off the cusp. And it's exciting. It's exhilarating. And I can't wait to hear this EP. I mean... Y'all know I love I, I support my black people I support our people we like we said before we support black businesses regardless of what it is and I'm 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 for real y'all regardless of what it is if it's an OnlyFans and that's what you like support them support them I mean hell they giving y'all a fantasy music okay. is a fantasy music is a music well music is many different things music is a fantasy music is therapy music is storytelling music. Yeah. Ultimately, music is a way to connect to the artists, and you can, and they connect to you because I've only heard one artist say this, and y'all know who I'm gonna say because y'all y'all listen to my show. Y'all know who I always reference. Janet said in an interview, and I said this last week. Janet said in an interview, even though we all it all sounds the same, we all hear it differently, which is true, <laughs> which is true because we all take away from the song differently, but. When your album drops, I cannot wait. And hopefully, you won't keep us waiting too long now. You know, Shaw, they got us waiting another 10 years for another album, child. We ready for her. Ugh. <laughs> so, don't have us waiting too long, child. Don't have us waiting too long. But I am excited. I, I am excited. I'm excited for season two of Frenzy. I cannot yes. wait to see where this is going to go. I can't wait for the drama. And you know, I always say y'all are like a young Noah's Ark, and it's so cute just to to just see young black men on a screen. And you know, we always got to shout out Wes for creating a connection because without a connection, there would probably wouldn't be no Frenergy So
4: it would, probably wouldn't.
2: You know, but are you going to be in other shows on on a connection? Because you know, I always say he's like the black Ryan Murphy, where he uses other actors for other shows.
4: Yeah. Um. So there is. Um, the Mister, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm in season two of The Mister. Okay. Um, I know they, they're they doing a game show. Um,
1: yes. Uh,
4: Zodiac Wars. Yes. So the next iteration of, of that game show, I'll actually be part of that.
1: Okay. Um, there's
4: another show. There's a really another show I'm excited that's coming soon that I'm going to be part of. Um, that's more. I'm a, I don't know if it's more of like a reality show or if it's a game show as well. Um, I just do I'm a part of it. Okay. Uh, so I don't know if it's because of that. Um, okay. But I know, yeah, Wes has so many projects, um, and I'm super excited, because I, I want to be as involved as possible. Like, I am, I'm one of the people like, oh no, I want to be seen, like, Nella? but, like, dang Martel and everything. Yeah, Martel, like, I try to stay busy. Like, I, I've done several web series before. Like, I try to, you know, you gotta stay working.
2: For real. You really do. Yeah, and y'all, y'all I know. And can't I take no time to stop. No, no. And, and y'all follow me on Facebook. Y'all see... You know when I'm working, I'm when I'm not working, I'm working. I said that last night. When I'm not working, I'm working. So, you know that's 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 a that's a good thing. Though. It's a good. It keeps your mind busy. It keeps you active. And I can't wait to. Now you done told me you were gonna be in the Mister season two. I can't wait to see you in the Mister season two, cause I love the Mister. And um, I think Devon tried to. He tried to get me though. He asked me which was my favorite between the two, and I said I couldn't really. I can't really say which is my number one favorite because they're two different shows. They're,
4: right? so, they're so different. Yeah. The mister so it's, is it's very hard. Like, oh, well, it's hard. But it's like, well, you know, it depends on how I feel that day.
2: Exactly. Exactly. When I need a laugh, I'll watch Frenzy. When I want some drama, I'll watch The mister. But. Hopefully we see you in more and more shows cause the way you are manifesting it, you are about to be hysterical And where you just in almost in every damn thing, child. Shit. That's
1: how it should be. That's yes.
4: exactly what like
2: Yes, yes, yes. So y'all check out Martel, aka Nick from Frenergy. Season two, Mister Season two, aconnectiontv.com. Y'all know how to get there. Child, seven ninety nine a month, eighty dollars a year. I done gave them a free plug, so damn, I just gave them free advertisement. I don't even charge them. Uh, it's
4: appreciated.
2: <laughs> exactly. So I know you're gonna send me the links, but tell the people where they can see you and hear you, and just just spam your page.
4: Okay, um, I'm super king of uh, hashtag link in my bio, um, so if y'all just follow me on social media at Martel Star, Martelstar, M-A-R-T-E-L-S-T-A-R, um, you can get to all of my music, so you can listen to my my EP, Welcome to Remote City, you can listen, listen to my new uh, single, Flex, um, I have tons of, you know, just mixtapes um, on SoundCloud and things of that sort, um, so yeah, if you just look at Star in one place, you'll find me everywhere.
2: Now, are you on, I believe your EP is on iTunes. All
4: digital, yep, it's on all digital music platforms. So Ooh. iTunes, Title, Spotify, whatever you listen to, you can find me.
2: Y'all hear that? iTunes, Spotify. Just type am So sorry and
4: I promise you find me. And
2: don't you worry, y'all. Google
4: me, I'll pop up like
2: Don't worry, y'all. Y'all know I got you. Y'all y'all will definitely see those links in the uh Facebook Velvet rope page. You know, his his links will be posted. So if y'all just can't find them or you trying to find him, but don't worry, I got you. So, y'all make sure y'all head over to Facebook.com forward slash BehindVelvetRope and those links will be posted along with that, you know, that hot promo picture. Y'all know how I do. So, anyway, y'all, we want to thank Martell putting to come play with us and giving us so much good, good juicy tea and getting to know him more because I feel like we, yeah. we didn't get a chance to know him too much when he was with the rest of the cast, but... And plus, you weren't really there. You were via phone because you had to work. (laughs) But it's nice to finally get you here. And, uh, you know, we're going to have you guys come back. Hopefully, it'll be a uh, video uh, interview via Zoom next time. So, you know, we're always... We're always looking to elevate, you know, Velvet Rope here. We we we're gonna have another grand reopening hopefully by season three. So, you know, we just um,
4: Amen. Well, yeah, thank you so much for having me. I super appreciate oh, it. Thank you. Uh, for just taking the time to get to know me, uh, both as an artist and an actor. Um and as a, a person. Realms.
2: And as a person as well.
4: And as a person. Amen.
2: Yeah, I know, as a person. So y'all y'all got plenty of time to catch up on Frenergy season one. Season two is still in production, so they're they are halfway done, and so they got a lot more juice to you. So y'all go watch that, binge watch it over and over. But just also watch, all. watch all the shows. Watch the Mister, a uh, Zodiac Wars. Uh, watch H uh, O E. Watch um, Watch Culture Club.
4: Watch yes, Culture Club. I'm, in, I'm in all Culture Clubs pretty much. He is y'all.
2: He is, and Culture Club is like the Black Gay View. So y'all can watch that and get y'all perspectives. <laughs> and and Wes, I know you listening. Uh baby, you you need to come in the velvet rope because you up next, Chad. It's your turn to get in this velvet hot seat and, and talk about some stuff. So come on. Wes, we need you, honey. We need you. The rope is waiting for you to be pulled back for you. So anyway, thank you, thank you so much, darling. Y'all can't see him, but I can cause it's FaceTime. <laughs> <Yes>. Hey So <laughs> But y'all will see him soon. So thank you so much, y'all. And all right, y'all. I hope y'all enjoyed that interview. I hope y'all enjoyed that interview. So my people watching on Facebook and Instagram, y'all can check that interview out tonight as soon as the episode drops. Well, if you're listening, you're about to, you just heard it. So there you go. Um. So next on the agenda, and then we're gonna get out of here. We've got about a couple more things to talk about. So Mulan dropped. disney plus y'all mulan dropped disney plus i got a chance to see it um a friend of mine gave me the movie um and i liked it I, i i i truly enjoyed it the musical score was beautiful and you know people were expecting it to be like the cartoon and a lot of people don't do their research on movies like this because you know yeah the lion king was just like the cartoon aladdin was somewhat like the cartoon Beauty and the Beast was something like the cartoon. Um, Alice in Wonderland was something like the cartoon. A lot of movies, a lot of these cartoons that are made in live action, you have to know the history of how these cartoon movies were made. So a lot of them, you know, Disney got a lot of their movies made from like folk tales and Grim Brother tales and they flipped them to be more family friendly. So Mulan is really an action tale. It's not like how you saw in the cartoon. The cartoon was portrayed to show little girls can do stuff Just like guys can, if not do it better. With Mulan, it's based off of a Chinese folktale and the thing that Disney did not incorporate into the movie, which I wish they did, was um, Mulan was in the army for 12 years and they never knew she was a guy and she never revealed her gender until she came back to her family is when all of her fellow comrades and found out she was a woman so a lot of people were upset because there was no mushu and the legend goes that mushu i think destroyed a guardian or something or killed himself or something like that it was very dark so you know if you haven't seen mulan go see it I tell people all the time, when you watch a movie, don't go by what other people say. Don't go by what the critics say. Watch the movie for yourself so that way you can have your own opinion on the movie. Don't even go by my opinion because we all have different tastes of movies and music and different tastes and things. That's what makes us all different. For me, I enjoyed the movie Mulan. I could actually see it again. I'm definitely going to get the Blu-ray when it comes out. If they do a double edition where it's the live action and the cartoon, I'm going to get it, you know? I don't care. Because I enjoyed the movie, I enjoyed the soundtrack, y'all. The musical score was beautiful. And I rarely say that about movie scores. That score was beautiful. Even um it's it's popped up in my head, y'all. Y'all know I got the attention of a fucking fruit fly. The musical score in Tyler Perry's Why Did I Get Married, that score was beautiful. I wish he released a musical score on that. So, go check out Mulan. It's a really good action film. Um, so, next up, we had the VMAs. They did a really good job. They did better than the BET Awards. Because the BET Awards, they sucked. Amanda Seals sucked as a host. I don't like her. She's not funny. Um... Lady Gaga swept up the awards, y'all. She swept them awards. Oh, my gosh. Um, let's take a look here. Let me pull up the winners of the VMAs. So we have ha, 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 the complete list. Here we go. All righty. So I'm pulling it up now for you guys. So the complete list of the VMAs as follows. We have Of course Lady Gaga won the MTV Tricon award. Um for Video of the Year, The Weeknd for Blinding Lights. For Artist of the Year, Lady Gaga, and she also won with Ariana Grande for Rain on Me Song of the Year. Doja Cat was was Push Best New Artist, BTS won Best Pop, uh, The Weeknd again for Best R&B, which I don't see how because that song was very pop than R&B, um, but shout out to The Weeknd, Meg The Stallion for I'm a Savage, Classic Bougie Ratchet for Best Hip Hop, <laughs> Ariana Grande and Justin Bieber Stuck With You won Best Music Video From Home. And Lady Gaga and Ariana again for Best Collaboration for Rain On Me. Taylor Swift won Best Direction for The Man, which she directed. Muluma featuring J Balvin for Que Piena. Best Latin, sorry if I mispronounced that word. Uh, MGK, Machine Gun Kelly won for Best Alternative. Coldplay, haven't heard them from a while. They won Best Rock. BTS won for best group. They beat out Chloe and Hallie y'all, and they won best K-pop. Um, her won for video for good, which is meaning um, you know, a video with a message for "I Can't Breathe." Blackpink won for song of the summer for "How You Like That." They beat Cardi and Miley and the Baby. What and Taylor and the Weekend and Harry Styles and Megan The Stallion. Bye bye. Dua Lipa. One for Best Visual Effects. BTS One for Best Choreography. Wow, that's something. Mother Monster again for Best Cinematography. Miley Cyrus for Mother's Daughter for Best Art Direction. And CNCO Unplugged at Home won Best Quarantine Performance. And Miley Cyrus again for Best Editing. And last but not least, The Everyday Heroes Frontline Medical Workers were honored for their work for their cute cute TikTok videos that they made. So that is amazing. That is so wonderful. They the VMA's really did a good job. It was innovative, it was fun. It was like long form music videos, but it was more it was so much better than than the BET Awards because the jokes that Amanda Seal said in the BET Awards, they seemed so forced. Like, ugh, my god. So, I have some good news and bad news for my people here in Vegas. So, the routes if you are a public uh, transportation rider, there are some routes that are changing. Um, and there are some that are staying the same. And there's some that are being modified. Well, there's some that are being modified, some that are being eliminated. And um, I have those for you. So if you are a public transit rider here in Vegas, um, they're eliminating the SDX that is being replaced by deuce on the strip extension and mall government center shuttle um and the wax which is the west airport express west cliff airport express right there on buffalo um some services they're being replaced with the centennial express with the route adjustment so those so the wax and the sdx is being eliminated which sucks um The ones that are making adjustments is the 104 route, which is Valley View and Arville. It's going to be simply known as Valley View. And they are going to go between Russell and Twain, but they are eliminating the service along Arville. So if you live on Arville and you catch the Valley View bus, there's not going to be any more bus stops on Arville. So sorry, you guys. You're going to have to walk a little further, people. Um, The CX, it's being replaced by a... um, It's no longer going to serve the Spring Mountain and Las Vegas Boulevard, the Howard Hughes Parkway, or the Flamingo in Maryland. But instead, it's going to serve TROP in Las Vegas and McCarran Terminal 1 in addition to Terminal 3. So, you know, and it's going to express from Centennial Hills and downtown Las Vegas, along with UNLV and McCarran Airport. Those won't be affected. Sound like a news reporter. Um, The Deuce on the Strip. It Currently, the Deuce AM routing to the South Strip Transit Terminal and Las Vegas South Premium Outlets 24 hours a day. That's still going to go, but they're going to have a new route, which is 401, which will serve the Las Vegas North Premium Outlet and the Symphony Park area. And uh, HDX, the Henderson Downtown Express, it's going to be shortened only to to be shortened to run between Sunset and Stephanie and Boulder City. It will no longer run to the downtown Las Vegas area, so it looks like it may not be coming to the BTC, and it's going to be renamed and renumbered to 402 Henderson slash Boulder City to reflect its new routing. And the route's going to stay on the I-11 bypassing um, Nevada State College, but it's going to continue to serve the Nevada State College area, and that's going to be... Nevada State College area, that's going to be continued to be served by the Boulder Highway Express. And the Parent Transit service will be reduced by 27 miles. Um, there's currently nine paratransit customers in that area who will all be grandfathered into that service. So that's a good thing for those people. Um, last but not least, as far as making routes adjustments, the Sahara Express, they're eliminating the SXA service. So it's only going to be the SSX. Uh, they're limiting the SSX service A along Nelson Lake Mead. But it's going to stay on Sahara to Hollywood, terminating Hollywood and Vegas Valley. So it looks like that route, the ending of the route is going to be shorter. And then Nelson Lake Mead will be continued to serve by other routes, but no bus stops are going to be closed. And they're modifying the SSX service. Try saying that three times fast. Accordingly by slightly shortening the route terminating at Cabana and DI or Desert Inn and the SX service west of Nellis won't be changing and then um, the South Maryland Horizon Ridge the Route 122 they're going to reduce their daytime frequency um, by 50 minutes and they will only remain frequency an hour during uh, evenings and weekends and the 207 the Altar and Stewart bus. That is only going to be running on the weekdays only, so Monday through Friday. Saturday and Sunday, they're not going to run. And um, they're going to be responding earlier, starting at 6 a.m. to 8 p.m. And then the Vegas drive in Owens, the Route 209, that one is another one that's going to be eliminated the weekend service. So Monday through Friday on that one. And they're going to end two hours early in the evening by 8 p.m. instead of 10 p.m. So, if you want more information, my Vegas people, just head over to rtcsnv.com forward slash ways to travel forward slash schedules dash maps. All right. So, that's it on that, you guys. You know, got to plug that in there for my Vegas people because I'm here in Vegas. I want to make sure my people know and they're up to date on these bus schedules. And not to worry, you guys, I will be posting that link on the Velvet Facebook page as well. All right. So Kim Kardashian broke news that keeping up with the Kardashians is going to be ending next year. Now, she didn't really give a reason why, but an insider leaked that Kim did not want to expose Kanye's bipolar disorder to the public after she's already asked the media to give them privacy on the issue. And he signed that he signed on to say that him nor his children will be filmed during the show. So, that makes sense because if he was to be filmed on the show after she asked the media to give them privacy, it would kind of make her look like a hypocrite. Plus, there's talks that, you know, finances become an issue over at E! and the show, and then COVID as well. So, it's like there's not really much, much entertainment you can give us with them just being at home because they can't really travel, they can't do shows, you know. Or as my girl Willem would say, they can't, they ain't getting no gigs. The gigs, the gigs, the gigs. They can't get no gigs. So... You know, hey, last but not least, before we get out of here, Complex Magazine has released their list of the 30 best black family sitcom shows or just black sitcoms, period, y'all. Starting at number 30 is the famous Jet Jackson. Shout out and rest in peace to Lee Thompson Young, who played the TV show actor uh, turned normal kid. What a great show that was back in the day on Disney Channel. I know a lot of people remember that show. I fell in love with that show. I, I miss watching Jet and Kayla and Grandma and their dad. I miss that show. Uh, number 29, The Proud Family. And that show is coming back to Disney+. Plus. Great show starring Kyla Pratt, Apologize Parker, um, Tommy Davidson, the mom from Family Matters, the first mom from Family Matters, um, Valerie... Uh, Joe Patton, I believe that's her name. Um that's so Raven came in at 28. Great another great show from Disney Channel. Smart Guy, number 27. Keenan and Kale number 26. Steve Harvey show number 25. Sister Sister, Family Matters, y'all can do the numbers in y'all head as I say these. Sister Sister, Family Matters, What's Happening, Jamie Foxx show, Hang on Mr. Cooper, Different Strokes, Rock The Waynes Brothers, Moesha, 227 at number 15. The Bernie Mac Show, Everybody Hates Chris, Julia. Y'all, if y'all don't know about Julia, y'all need to go look this show up. That show broke grounds back in the 70s because it was the first time we saw a black woman have her own TV show. She was at the forefront. It starred Miss Diane Carroll, who went to later on star in Dynasty as Dominique Devereaux, who was known to read the children and give you fashions. Ugh. Y'all need to know your history. Know your black history. Watch Julia. She was a single mom that was a nurse that held it down. Ugh, such an amazing show. And we did not get another show like that until Scandal. Come on now. So think about that. Um, Bernie Mac show at number 14. Everybody hates Chris. Julia, number 12. Girlfriends. My girlfriends. <laughs> at number 11. Good Times at number 10 Fat Albert and the Cosby Kids at number 9 We are living Single At number 8 The Boondocks at number 7 And you're moving on up With the Jeffersons at number 6 And Sanford and Son at number 5 My Inn at number 4 A Different World at number 3 Fresh Prince of Bel-Air at number 2 And y'all should know what's gonna be number 1 The damn Cosby Show And I don't, I don't I don't have no ill wills about that because back in the day, you know, I was watching a clip and Erica Alexander said this on The Breakfast Club because she was on The Cosby Show. She auditioned um, for Cousin P- No, she auditioned. I forgot what role she auditioned for. And they didn't cast her. So and she got on the show around, I believe, ninth or tenth grade or her senior year. And Camille Cosby. Went to see a play that Erica was in, and so she told Bill, "You need to come see this play starring this woman and Eri- and this little girl." And Erica was that little girl, so she went and audition, and the writers, um, Bill Cosby said, "Hey, can you come to my house and audition?" And she said, "Sure." So she brought she was with some people, and um, you know, Bill was there, Camille was there, the casting director was there, and I think a writer was there. And they said, you know what? We have a role in mind for you. And they created Cousin Pam for her. So she kind of brought that hip-hop edge, you know, to the show, which was so cool, you know. And she said back in the day, that was the show for a lot of young black actors to audition for. And a lot of young black people, a lot of black actors and a few supermodels came to that show. Naomi Campbell was on there. Um, Oh, my gosh. So many people. Robin Givens. um, Iman. Um Elaine Stritch. I mean, the list goes on and on. I know Elaine Elaine's not black, but she's a famous actress. Um, Alicia Keys was on there as a young girl. Um, you know, Raven Simone starred on that show. So, you know, it's amazing how that show resonated. And it still resonates with me because it's still one of my favorite shows to watch. Because we all know Claire Huxtable ran that house. Okay. Okay. So look here, y'all. I'm about to get out of here. I need to go enjoy my weekend. I had a long week at work. (sighs) I hope y'all enjoy y'all weekend. And I hope y'all are going to be binge watching this weekend like I am. girlfriends, Because I know I am y'all. So I'm about to leave y'all with an old school track. Well, not really old school. It is a track by a young lady who starred in the hit movie. A hit Disney movie. And she starred in two other Disney films and she went on to have a, a little singing career she got into some trouble she picked herself back up has a had a hit TV show on MTV she has her own Beach club so y'all should know excuse me y'all should know what I'm talking about if y'all don't y'all gonna know so hey I will see y'all next week back here live on Facebook live and Instagram I love you for listening I love y'all for watching and uh <laughs> Your access has been granted, and I'll see you next Friday. So see you in seven days. See ya. Peace.
1: The music made me wanna tell the DJ turn it up. I feel the energy all around, and my body can't stop moving to the sound. But I can tell that you're watching me, and you're probably gonna like what you didn't see. Well, I just need a little space to breathe. Can you please respect my privacy? Why?